the trumpet talking with me, which said, come up higher, come up higher, come up higher, come up higher, and I will show you things which must be. Show thee great and mighty things which you do not know. Come up higher to a higher design for living. Come up higher to a higher design for Good morning, good morning, listening audience. Excuse me, I am so glad, so excited about what God has in store for his people. This is Elder Gloria Holloway, your host and executive producer for Higher Design for Living Media Ministry. This is a ministry under the auspices of the Center of Renewal Ministries International. We thank you, our listening audience, and we thank God for Blog Talk Radio. We count it a privilege and an honor that you have joined us and that God has anointed and appointed us to speak into your life for such a time as this. We are another voice crying in the wilderness for the saints of God to come up higher, higher in the things of God to see things from God's perspective, that he may show us things that must come and things we know not of. Now, normally, uh, before we begin our broadcast of whatever our subject is, we normally send a shout-out. But this morning, in the interest of time, we're not going to send out any shout-outs to those that God, some of those that God has uh, divinely connected us to this morning. Uh, so if you will please visit our website, <clears throat> excuse me, for all ministry prayer line times and contact information, all of that is listed on uh, our website, and that's daughtersofzionthreshingfloor.com, daughtersofzionthreshingfloor.com. And also the website information is listed on our Blog Talk Radio page. Uh, and for those that are listening via the Internet, please remember to click on the follow button while you are listening. To God be all the glory. Shall we pray? Father, we just give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise this morning. We thank you, God, for all that you are doing, all that you've done, and all that you're going to do. God, we thank you for your presence even now, oh God, uh, as you are touching our hearts in that your spirit is going from heart to heart and breath to breath. We thank you, God, that there is no distance in the spirit, oh God. So, God, we thank you for moving upon the hearts and minds of your people to be obedient, to hear what you have to say this morning. Lord, I just thank you that you're allowing me, God, to be a vessel, your voice, Lord God, crying in the wilderness, oh God, for your people 
us, Lord God, to come up higher, oh God, higher in you, deeper in you, oh God, that we may hear what you have to say, oh God, that we may know your heart, that we may know, Lord God, what you purpose for each of us, oh God. So God, we thank you for this right now word, this relevant word, this word, uh, prophetic word, Lord God, that you're speaking to the body of Christ, oh God, that we not miss out on that which you have purposed for us in this season, oh God. So, God, we thank you right now, God, because we know, Lord God, that you have given us the word that there are no limits, that there are no boundaries, Lord, that there is increase all around us, oh God. And we thank you, God, as you said, God, and even that uh, an unprecedented favor, this is a time of unprecedented favor, something that you purpose to do in the lives of us, your people, that you've not done before, that we've not experienced before. I'm not saying you haven't done it before, God, because we know that there is nothing new under the sun, Lord God, but this is a first time for us, Lord God. But this is also, a God, your message stays the same, but your methodologies do change. So, God, we thank you, Lord God, that you're doing a new thing, oh God, a new thing, oh God, in the body of Christ, oh God, for all who will receive, all who are obedient to your will and to your way, God, we thank you right now, Lord, that you're moving even now and touching our hearts. I pray, oh God, that we will have ears to hear as never before, eyes to see, oh God, as you show us the revelation of that which you purpose for us individually and collectively. And God, that we not miss this moment, oh God. I know, Lord God, there there is a sense of urgency, oh God, a sense of urgency that, that I am sensing, oh God, and many of us are sensing within the body of Christ because we know that it is a soon uh, time for the return of Christ. And, Lord, we know that all that you're doing is in preparation, Lord God, for the soon return of Christ. So, God, I thank you right now. If you get into right position, God, with you, a position of readiness, a position of expectation, a position, Lord God, of, of, of willingness to obey your every command, God. So we thank you right now as you're speaking to our hearts, oh God, and as you speak to our hearts through this uh, broadcast, oh God. And whether I say something in particular or not, but God, we know that even as I am speaking, you are speaking, oh God, to the spirits of your people. So God, give us ears again, touch our spiritual ears, touch our, our spiritual eyes, oh God, that we not miss what you're saying to each of us, oh God, and God, that we may uh, uh, fulfill your will that's already been done in heaven, that it may manifest in the earth. For God, we know that this is a time for the sons and daughters of God to rise up as never before, because we know that the earth is groaning, Lord God, is crying out for the sons and daughters, the revealing of the sons and daughters. And God, we know that what's going on in the world today, oh God, is, is, a, is a part of your separation of the the roots of the from the chaff, Lord God, from the goats, from the sheep, oh God. Oh God, we know right now, God, that this time that we're in, oh God, the world will be able to see who really belongs to you and who doesn't, oh God, and we will be able to see just where we are in you, God, because of all that's going on in the world, God. So God, we thank you right now that you're speaking words of hope, 
words of encouragement, words of life, words of deliverance, words that will bless, oh God, words that will bring forth the revelation of your truth, that your glory will be manifested in the earth as never before. So, God, help us to grab a hold, help us to comprehend, help us to understand, help us to receive the revelation of what you are saying to us this morning. Let us not take it for granted, God. Let us not let it slide by us. It's just something just good to get excited about for a moment, oh, God. But, God, but that we hold on to it as never before, oh, God, just as they did in the Bible when they when they wanted refuge, God, when they wanted to be protected, God, they held on to the horns of the altar. So, God, let us hold on to your word, oh, God, as never before, God. We thank you, Lord God, because we know that what's going on is all that you've spoken of in your word, and it is the sign of the times, God. So, God, we thank you right now, God, that you're moving right now by your power, by your spirit, on behalf of us, your people, God. So we just thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God, that you not let us go unaware, God, that you're revealing, oh, God, just what is going on, letting us know, God, what season we are in, God, and what you purpose for each of us. So, Father, we thank you, and I pray even now, Holy Spirit, that you would have your way on this broadcast as never before. Reveal your truth. Reveal your word, and let us not be the same after we get off of this this uh, uh, internet, Lord, let us not be the same. God, let us know more. Let us experience more. Let us be changed, oh God, by your word, by your power, by your spirit. In the name of Jesus, because we know that it is the anointing that makes the difference. So let your anointing flow as never before, because it's not by my power nor by my might, but it is all by the Spirit of the Lord, so have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way, Holy Spirit. I just thank you, Lord. Hallelujah to your name, God. Just have your way as never before. I give you glory, I give you honor, and I give you the praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, we thank you now, Lord God. We thank you now in Jesus' mighty and blessed name. So we thank God for his word again this morning and how he never leaves us unaware. He is speaking a word to us this morning, a word of, of warning, a word of uh, admonishment, a word of exhortation and of encouragement, but oh, that we may hear him as never before. And so our topic this morning, uh, uh, I always like to start off with a topic and, and I always ask the Lord for one, something that is relevant to of what he is speaking to us today, and uh, God is saying to us, if you snooze, you lose, so wake up. If you snooze, you lose, so wake up. And so God is, is telling us today that we, we are not to snooze. We're not to no longer be slumbering and sleeping and, and not aware of what he is doing in the earth today and what he is doing and wanting to do in the lives of us, his people. Excuse me. We're going to be coming from uh, Isaiah. We're, we're still in Isaiah 60. And it's Isaiah 60, uh, verse 4 and 5. Isaiah 60, verses 4 and 5. And uh, uh, Joel, uh, chapter 2, uh, verses 21 through 27. Joel, chapter 2, verses 21 through 27. And Matthew 25. Uh, verses 6 
through 12. So again, that's Isaiah 60, verses 4 and 5, Joel chapter 2, verses 21 through 27, and Matthew 25, verses 6 through 12. And Isaiah, verse 4 and 5, and this is from the Amplified Bible, it reads, Lift up your eyes round about you and see. They all gather themselves together. They come to you. Your sons come from afar, and your daughters shall be carried and nursed in the arms. Then you shall see and be radiant, and your heart shall thrill and tremble with joy at the glorious deliverance and be enlarged, because the abundant wealth of the dead seed shall be turned to you, until you shall the nations come with their treasures. And then in um, uh, Joel uh, chapter 2, starting with verse 21, and again the Amplified Bible, it reads, Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done great things. Be not afraid, you wild beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness have sprung up and are green. The tree, bear, the tree bears its fruit, and the fig tree and the vine yield their full strength. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he gives you the former or early rain in just, in just measure and in righteousness. And he causes to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain as before. And the threshing floors shall be full of grain, and the vat shall overflow with juice of the grape and oil. And I will restore or replace for you the years that the locusts have eaten, the hopping locusts, the stripping locusts, and the crawling locusts my great army which I sent among you. And you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. And you shall know, understand, and realize that I am in the midst of Israel and that I, the Lord, am your God and there is none else. My people shall never be put to shame. And then in uh, Matthew, the 25th chapter, verses 6 through 12, it reads, And at midnight there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Again, if you snooze, you lose, so wake up. Wake up. God wants to show us some things this morning, 
So let's put on our spiritual ears and open our spiritual eyes that we may see what the Lord is saying to us. So wake up, those who slumber, those who sleep, arise, shine, for thy light has come. Excuse me, through this broadcast, I am sounding the alarm. I am blowing the trumpet on God's holy mountain to his church. Again, if you snooze, you lose, so wake up. You must wake up and realize what time it is. God is speaking to the church to wake up, to pay attention. Many are asleep as though they are drunk in a stupor. Wake up. This is time. This is the time of unprecedented favor for the body of Christ. God is doing some things in a way he has never done before. Don't miss out because you are not paying attention. He said to us this morning uh, on our prayer line, God spoke word, and, and he talked about preparation. He talked about being obedient. And he said that we are to be in a state of readiness, a mind that is willing, a mind that is determined, hallelujah, to be obedient to whatever God is saying to do. You must trust him as never before. We must trust him, trust, trust, trust him as never before because he is either doing something or going to do something in our lives that we have never experienced before. Again, you must have a made-up mind. You have been prepared for such a time as this. Be sure that your arms are trimmed, that you are filled with the Holy Ghost, or you will be left behind. Again, 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 if you snooze, you lose, so wake up. God is saying for us to wake up. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God is saying for us to wake up. He's speaking to us even now with a resounding sound. Can you not hear it? The trumpet is sounding. The alarm is sounding. To wake up, to wake up. This morning, on again on the prayer line, one of the ministers, uh, um, uh, Minister Branch, the Lord had given her a word and was just so in line with what God is, is wanting to speak to us on this broadcast this morning. And, and he said to her, and, and, and this is something that he had said to me also in my personal life, that, you know, some many times when God is blessing and we see God moving, we want to take people with us and or we want to tell people about certain things that, that God is doing and that God is saying, and, and we want to take them with us. We want them to go along with us because we care about them. We don't want them to miss out. But, you know, there are many people, um, even within the body, and, and this is, again, a word for the body of Christ. This is not a word for the unsaved. This is a word for the body of Christ. This is a word for those that have been, uh, uh, as the old saying used to go, on the battlefield for the Lord for a while, and, and those that have been in the wilderness, those that uh, uh, God has prepared for such a time as this. So I know that this word is not for everybody, and, and everybody's not going to receive it. Even some of those that God has purposed to receive it are not going to receive it. For whatever reason, they choose to walk in unbelief and they choose to reject what God is saying. And many times we miss out on what God is saying because of our circumstances, because we're busy looking at where we are right now. We're busy looking in the natural 
But God is saying to us this morning to look up, to look up and look out, to look past your natural circumstances, to look past where you are right now. And, and, and we said this on last week, and, and, and it bears repeating again this week. Do not look at your current circumstances, especially if they do not line up with where God has you know God is leading, you know what God has purposed for you, you know what God has said to you about where he's taking you, where you're supposed to be in this season, if where you are in the natural does not line up, and most likely it does not, or you wouldn't be listening to this message, because I don't believe that anything is by happenstance, and that, that, that when, when you are in a certain place or you're doing certain things, again, our steps are ordered by the Lord. And, yes, many of us walk in disobedience. There are many that probably should be listening to this broadcast but are not because they have chosen to be disobedient, because they're looking in the natural. It's not about Gloria Holloway. It's not about what I have to say. It's not about higher design for living or any of that. It's about what God is saying for you to do today. And if God is purposed on the heart, your heart to listen and you've been obedient, then God is going to bless you because of your obedience. That's the only way that through faith and through faith we are obedient. Obedient through faith and trust, we are obedient to the Word of God, and that's the only way God can move in our lives. That's the only way that whatever He's promised can be manifested is through our obedience. And all the more, because what God is about to do in the lives of many of His people is supernatural. It's supernatural. We're talking about signs, wonders, and miracles. And God, if you look throughout the Scripture, God is called for obedience in order for the the supernatural, the, the, the signs, wonders, and miracles to be manifested in the lives of the people. They had to be obedient. They had to do something that God told them to do. It wasn't about their faith. It wasn't about, oh, I believe you guys, so I'm going to do it. It wasn't even about that. It was about, I trust you, Lord, so I'm going to do this. It was about, I'm just, I don't understand it. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Uh, it doesn't seem like it has anything to do with what I need right now, what I'm believing for right now. But nevertheless, Lord, I'm going to do what you said for me to do. And because they were obedient, God was able to manifest that which they needed. And they, in order to pour the supernatural and the miracle, there has to be a situation that calls for it. And I know that there are many in the body of Christ, including myself, that need a miracle, that need God to move in a miraculous way. Uh, 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 and, you know, we know that God is a supernatural God, and we know that he not only does things supernaturally, but there's this provincial, you know, uh, 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 design intervention that he does where he'll use somebody in the natural to do some things. But there's, this is a time that God is saying, this is the first time. This is the first time I'm doing this. Uh, I've never done this before, so I'm going to do this. And whatever that this is for you, that you need God to do because of your situation, because of what God has purposed for you, then you have to walk in obedience. That was something that, that we've been pressing on the prayer line. That's something that God has been pressing to my heart, and he said, trust and obey. In order to obey, you have to trust. So we know the, we know what the word is saying, and, you know, you walk in truth, uh, in spirit and in truth, but we have to trust God. The only reason that, that Jesus was able to go to the cross, because he trusted God. He said, nevertheless, nevertheless, 
Nevertheless, I will do it. Not my will, Lord, but your will. So that's a trust. And so God is talking about our will this morning. When he talked about a state of readiness, you know, and, and, and I looked up the word this, this morning, and I told, again, I know, and after I got off the prayer line and, and I said, you know, this is something that's somewhat familiar that God has spoken, you know, before in, in my journey and something that I was doing for the Lord. And, and it was about having a mind ready to work. And, and, and I was looking up the readiness, and, and I opened my concordance. And, and now, mind you, I had one of those huge concordances. So, you know, when I opened it up, I and my eyes went right to the word hallelujah, readiness. And not, and, and this was in the the the, the uh, uh Greek uh translation where it breaks it down to what it means and all of that. So mind you, it wasn't like I looked at the top and saw readiness and turned to the page when I opened the concordance. My eyes fell right on, and I started reading, not really knowing what I was about to read, and and there it was right there. So, again, that's confirmation. Now, some of you might not believe in that. You might think it's, you know, just happenstance or just a coincidence, but I know that it's not because the chances of that happening are nil because of, uh, I mean, right to the page, right to the spot. So uh, the more I know this is what God is speaking for this hour, that we are to be in a state of readiness, that we are to be predetermined, determined that we are willing to do whatever it is God has said, be walking in expectancy, expecting God to move, uh, looking forward to uh, whatever it is that we are believing God for. And that, that knowing that he is going to do, again, just what he said. So, so I thank God for those that have been obedient to, to even to come on and listen to the broadcast this morning. Uh, um, I, I just thank God. And I know that I'm not the only one that uh, is speaking this message because God always has more than one voice. He always has more than one person that is willing to speak whatever it is God has given them to say and, and also to confirm or to be a witness of what he's speaking in this hour. So I'm taking to heart what God is saying <clears throat> at this time during this broadcast and what was said on on our prayer line on, on this morning. Uh, and again, that we are not going to be able to take some people with us there are some people that, and even in my personal life, God has already dropped off some people, and it's not that there's anything wrong with them um, or anything like that. But, again, you know, God knows who's willing and who's not. He knows who you need to be connected to, when you need to be connected to them. So, again, uh, uh, you know, us being obedient and not questioning God and asking him why he's doing what he's doing, just, again, trusting him that he has our best interests at heart and he wants to bless us. This is, again, a time where God wants to bless us in ways as never before. Again, unprecedented favor. And and all of this is, is, is again, just saying even the more what God is saying, and God is wanting us to get this because he does not want us to miss out. And so, and, and you know, and God always wants to bless his people. He always wants to show himself mighty in the lives of his people. 
So again, I just I just thank the Lord for even giving me this word to speak this morning. And 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 again, you know, when God gives us a word, it starts with who He gives the word to. So it starts with me, and I receive this word this morning. I'm expecting God to move in a mighty way. I'm expecting God to show Himself mighty in an unprecedented way, in a way in my life that He's never moved before. That that will show forth His glory and and the fact that the favor of God, the hand of God, is on my life, and I believe that that's what He wants to do with all of us this morning to show Himself mighty as never before. So when when I looked at the uh, the uh, scripture um, that we listed out in Joel uh, two and in, and even in um, uh, Isaiah 16, and God is saying pretty much the same thing. And in both of these um, uh, uh, books of the prophet, God was again re- releasing his people from captivity. And, and there's a pattern, if you look throughout the scripture, you'll see whenever God was about to release his people from captivity or from the situation that he either put them in or allowed them to go in because Usually the bottom line was their disobedience, their disobedience. And when they made up their mind to obey God, by, and they showed that by crying out to God and pleading, well, not pleading with God, because they probably were, pleading with God to come out of that situation. But God said, when you cry out, I will hear you. And when your heart changes, when you repent, I will hear you. So they cried out. They repented. They were sorry. Godly sorrow, you know, was what they had. And so it's the same thing with us. You know, uh, many times we're in the situations, the, the negative situations we're in because of our disobedience or because we have not learned to be obedient. And so, uh, of course, with the Israelites, there have been many times, and with most of us, there are many times that, you know, we'll get into a situation and, and we'll cry and God will get us out and then we we'll go back into another situation. But I thank God that he's long-suffering. I thank him that he's patient. I thank him for the many times that he's given me chance after chance after chance. And I thank him for even what he's doing in my life right now and those of you that are listening and, and, and you just allow yourself to think about the things that he's brought you out of it. And, and no, we, we don't deserve it, but it's his mercy, his mercy, his mercy that he continues to, to hear our cry and answer, you know. And, and he's, he's keeping uh, true to his word that he will do just what he said. And no, we don't really deserve it. No, we don't. No, we don't. I know I don't. But I thank God. I thank God it's not about me deserving it. It's not about me deserving it. It's not about you deserving it. It's not about us deserving it. If we get what we deserve, we'd all be dead. But praise God, we have life and life eternal. But he's doing it because he loves us. He's doing it because he made a covenant. He made a promise. He made an agreement of what he would do for his people. And because he, he and his word are one, he cannot go back on his word because then he will go back on himself. So whatever he promised in his word, he has to do it because that's who he is. So bless God is not about our works or the lack thereof, but we know that it, it, it behooves us 
to obey the commands of God. And, again, it's not about us doing well. If I do 10 of this, then we'll do that. No, it's not even about that. But it is about our obedience. It is about us being willing. And even though we may start out doing the right thing and we mess up, but God looks at the heart. And what he's looking for this morning is a heart that is willing to be obedient. The willingness of heart, the state of readiness is being willing to obey, predetermined, being determined, deciding, I am going to obey God. And then when we find ourselves weak and find ourselves strained, then we need to call on the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is the one who enables us to be the witnesses. He's the one who enables us to be in that state of readiness. We cannot do it in and of ourselves, so we need to call on the Holy Spirit to help us to continue to stand and to do whatever it is God has commanded us to do. And sometimes things that God is telling us to do, again, it may seem ridiculous. It, it may even be uh, too hard, hard for us in and of our flesh, but if God tells us to do it, then we're able to do it. So, but if we're struggling with whatever it is God is telling us to do, then we need to call on the Holy Spirit and ask him to help us. But, but God is saying, and just as with Jesus, when when the, when the uh, he did his first miracle at the wedding party and, and, and his mother uh, wanted him to turn the water into wine because they had run out of wine at the wedding feast, and, 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 and Jesus was saying, you know, wasn't his time, but his mother said, whatever he tells you to do, just do it. And so God is saying us this this morning, whatever it is, my word, whatever word I lead you to, whatever word I speak to your heart, whatever direction I give you, whether it makes sense or not, no matter how uh, complex or complicated it may seem, whatever, don't question it, just do it. Just obey. Just obey. I got you. I'm not going to let you fall. And even in the scripture, it says that, He will not allow us to be ashamed. He will not allow us to be ashamed. God says he will not put his people to shame, that he will do just what he said. And so we don't have to worry about being uh, put to shame or somebody looking at us crazy because of what it is God is asking us to do because we know that God has said something for us to do, but uh, 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 we are worried about what people think. We, you know, at this point in this hour of our journey, we cannot get caught up in what people think or, 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 or how people feel about what it is God is telling us to do. Because, you know, sometimes, and especially if you share things with people who are not where you are, they will tell you, well, you don't want to do that, or why are you doing that? And they'll start to question you. And then that, if you're not careful, you'll start to question yourself, and then you'll start to question God. And then you'll start to wonder, is God saying this? Is the enemy saying this? Or, or maybe I shouldn't do this. But if you know the voice of God and God tells you to do something, then you want to do just what God is saying to you. And God is a detailed God, you know, and he said don't go to the left nor to the right, but straight ahead. So whatever, he's very specific about his instructions. So when he gives you those instructions, you want to just do what he said, like he said. If you're not sure 
how to do whatever it is he's telling you to do, then ask him, Lord, how do you want me to do it? Or, or when he gives you the word, Lord, do you want me to do it now or do I do it later? You know, there's, there's certain questions we can ask, but let them be questions and faith. And the questions are because we have a heart that we want to do it, and so that we're not sure. So we're not walking in unbelief. We're not walking in doubt. We just need, sometimes we need a little clarity. And God will be specific. He'll tell us exactly what it is. And he knows, of course, when we're, um, you know, not being, uh, not walking in faith, when we're being doubtful rather than just wanting clarity. Uh, so, so again, God is saying this to us right now because, again, and I know that many of you have heard uh, many pastors and uh, teachings, uh, treatings on the wealth transfer that God is, is doing or about to do in the earth and uh, within the body of Christ. And, 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 and if you look at uh, Isaiah 60 and just reading and meditating on that chapter, you will see there are many instances where there is a transfer of wealth. So I see God doing, you know, more than there's a wealth transfer, but there is also that restoration. So a uh, time of restoration, which I know that God is also speaking. Uh, so, that, you know, where we walk in disobedience, God is saying that which he allowed to be taken from us, he's about to restore it. Even, even the time that was spent during our disobedience, and, again, not because uh, he wants to repay us for that, but because, again, God has a purpose in his blessing us. And it's all about the kingdom. It's all about the kingdom. You know, he's preparing us for the kingdom. So even with the um, the uh, ten virgins, and, and it said, you know, there were five that were ready and five that were not. So we want to be those virgins, those the, the part of the body of Christ that's ready. We don't want to miss God because we are not ready, because our lamps are not trimmed, because we're not built up in the spirit, because we have not made up our minds to follow after him no matter what. Mm, hallelujah. Ooh, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and you know, one thing that I was looking at when I was looking at um, Isaiah uh, 60 and verse 5, uh, where it talks about uh, the Dead Sea in that second part of that verse. And, again, this is from the Amplified, and it says, because the abundant wealth of the Dead Sea shall be turned to you, unto you shall the nations come with their treasures. And, again, this is talking about the wealth transfer. Now, mind you, again, the Israelites have, uh, God had that put them in captivity because of their disobedience and, and all of the crazy stuff that they were doing and idolatry and everything, everything that was contrary to what God had said. But then again, then after they cried out and, and God, is, you, know, de, you know, decided to raise them up and he said, arise and into a new life, into a new life because the glory of the Lord is upon you. That in the uh, where it's talking about the abundance of the wealth of the dead sea shall be turned to you. Again, it's, it's being there's wealth that uh, that was that was hidden there that was has not been recognized that is going to be turned over to the people of God, taken from our enemies and given to us. 
And again, when God gives us the wealth, it's for the upbuilding of his kingdom. It's not for us to hoard and be selfish with. But God is going to bless us in such a way, an awesome way, that it is, again, for the upbuilding of his kingdom. So, because, again, the word says that we are blessed to be a blessing. And so what was considered good or worthless is now alive, is valuable, is considered a treasure because God has blessed it. So, you know, when we talk about the, the dead sea, we know that was a place where the water stopped and they didn't flow anymore. <clears throat> they were stagnant. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then there was just salt that was built up, which uh, in the book of Ezekiel it, in uh, 47, it talks about the Dead Sea and how uh, in that place um, the, everything that was in there was dead. Nothing was alive. But it also said that as the waters flowed out from the sanctuary into the Dead Sea, everywhere the waters touched, that flowed out of the out of the sanctuary would live. It would come to life. It would be uh, full of life. It would be green. It would be uh, habitable, if you will, or edible, if you will. Um, uh, so when we talk about again the sanctuary, we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. We are the sanctuary. And in John seven thirty eight, it says, "Out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water." So again, wherever the water flows, wherever the whenever the water, the Holy Spirit uh, is flowing through us, wherever we are, whoever we're speaking to, whatever environment we're in, if it's a bad situation, if somebody's dealing with a bad situation, when we speak a word to that person, when we speak a word into that situation, that situation will come to life. That person's life will be changed. It will be life. It will be life. It will be life. That situation will no longer be there. So wherever the waters flow, there will be life. And so when we look at the Dead Sea, the waters, again, the waters flowing out of the sanctuary in Ezekiel 47, as it flowed to the Dead Sea, everything that was dead in the Dead Sea, the Dead Sea no longer was called the Dead Sea, it was the Sea of Life. In the name of Jesus. And so God is saying that to us even today. And so, again, the, the abundant wealth of the Dead Sea. And so, that I, um, in one of the footnotes, and the, um, that when I was doing my search on this, on this particular scripture, and I'm going to read that to you, it says, um, and this is again about Isaiah 16, verse 5. It says, Prior to the well in the 20th century, Scholars could only speculate as to what Isaiah might have meant here by the abundant wealth of the Dead Sea that would one day be turned over to Jerusalem. Of course, the Dead Sea, which for ages had been considered only a place of death and desolation, was ruled out as, as its possible meaning. Then suddenly it was discovered that the waters of the Dead Sea contain important chemicals. In A.D. 1935, G.T.D. Davis wrote, one is almost staggered by the computed wealth of the chemical salts of the Dead Sea. It is estimated that the potential value of the potash, the bromine, and other chemical salts of its waters is four times the wealth of the United States. Four times the wealth of the United States. 
Uh, so GTD Davis rebuilding Palestine. I guess that's the book he wrote. Um, Isaiah himself did not know this, but the God who caused the Dead Sea to play a part in this program in the last days knew all about it, and he led the prophet to prophesy, to say prophesy. Here is this scripture. So back in 1935. The the faults were four times the wealth of the United States, and even back then, the United States was 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 mighty and great in wealth. So um, I don't know how much it would be worth even today, because uh, even though the United States is going through all kind of craziness, we're still considered a wealthy nation. And so we know since then too that that many people have gone over since this finding and have uh, gotten many of the salts and what have you from uh, the Dead Sea and have sold it off and whatever. And I'm assuming that there's still uh, some there that continues to accumulate. But, again, just to give you an idea, again, of something that was considered dead and worthless and desolate uh, and the the sea was considered a place of death, but so even in Joel and I'm sorry in Isaiah and also uh, uh, in Ezekiel we see that again wherever the rivers flow and and the river in this case of course is the word of God is and in this particular case the prophetic word of God because again God knows all things and, and I truly believe and it's in another verse in um, Isaiah I think it's 45 where. Uh, it talks about the dark secrets. The, 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 again, there's wealth under the earth that's going to be uncovered, and God is going to make sure that the people of God uh, get this wealth, and again, for the upbuilding of his kingdom. Because, you know, there are many uh, uh, companies and people that have gone to a lot of the other nations, especially in Africa, and pretty much rape the land of, of all of the uh, minerals and what have you. But we know that God is always, you know, the earth is always growing. It's a live organism. It's not dead. So much is being produced that has not been found. But that's, again, why we God's people have got to get in the right position that God, not only that we trust God, that we obey, but that God can trust us. So now is the time that God is saying, not only do you need to trust me, I need to be able to trust you. So I'm preparing you. I'm getting you in a place where I can trust you with the wealth that's coming to my church. And that's why God is separating the wheat from the tail and the goats from the sheep and, and those that really don't have God's interest of heart that's been even raping and pillaging and, and pimping the church. And, 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 and from the pulpit to the door, and God is cleaning house judgment, he said, begins at the church. In the house of God, judgment, and it's already happening. You see it in all the news and everything. So God is cleaning house, and not only is he cleaning the physical house of the church of the people, but the hearts of God's people, my heart, your heart. God is cleansing through his word, through what he is speaking even now. God is purifying our hearts that he's able, hallelujah, hallelujah, he's able to trust us with the magnitude of the blessings, of the material blessings, of the spiritual blessings. 
that he is imparting to us even now through this word. So, I, I, you know, I just bless God for what he's speaking right now. That I, And I count it an honor that he has chosen me as one of those and chosen you as one of those who uh, uh, is, has been privileged and honored to hear this word, that we may be prepared, that we may search our hearts and, and do some soul searching and do some reflecting and, and do some emptying out and, and lying on our face before the Lord and allowing him to just purge us and cleanse us, that we are in a state of readiness, that we are in a place where, where God can trust us. I mean, you know, when we talk about can we trust God, it sounds so ridiculous, and it really is. How can you not trust God? But, you know, this, this mind of ours sometimes, when, we, when we're thinking with our flesh and we're thinking according to the ways of the world and, and because how we people have dealt with us or how we've dealt with people of the past, and then we want to put God in that same vein or look at God like we look at people. But God is perfect. God is holy. God is righteous. God is everything, and, and he wants every good thing for us. Every good thing does he want for us, his people. And, and, and so when we, we talk about not trusting God, uh, and, and, you know, in this, but when we know him, when we know him, when we don't look at him like we look at people, but look at him as who he is, God, the sovereign God, the almighty God, the only true and living God who loves us so much, that he gave his only begotten son, the God that gives us chance after chance after chance, the God that has delivered us from mess after mess after mess, uh, the God who has healed us from sickness and disease, the God who continues to bless us, the God who has given us life, who's given us the breath that we breathe. If he was to take our breath away for one second, we'd be dead. But God is faithful. God is just. God is holy. God is perfect. All of his motives are pure. And so we have to trust God. When we trust, we have to know him, establish that relationship with him as never before. Because, again, God is, again, there's so much that God wants to give us in the, in the spirit, the revelation, the understanding, the, the, uh, 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 the word of God that will change somebody's life, the allow the, uh, the power of God to flow through us, that, that we're able to raise the dead and all of in the name of Jesus, and it be a standard thing, a regular thing, that we don't think twice about it because we're walking in the spirit. We're walking according to the word of God. We're walking in the spirit. We are spirit beings. We are spirit beings. We just happen to have on this flesh, but more than being flesh, we are spirit beings because one day, as the word says, then we know that this flesh will turn back to death and go back to the ground, but our spirit, man, will live throughout eternity. And so we have a decision to make even today. Where will we spend eternity? You know, and sometimes we think because we're saved now that we're always going to be saved. But God knows only who and what, we, what we're doing right now and whether or not we're going to continue on that path. Because he said many are going to fall away. Many are going to fall away. But, again, it's our obedience, our relationship with God that will keep us rooted and grounded in him, that we hold tight, that we hold fast, that we don't fall away. You know, Paul said, and, you know, God used him in an awesome way where he wrote most of the books of the uh, New Testament and, and the revelation that God gave him. 
uh, uh, even he had to question and say is that, you know, it, it would be a shame for him to, to help all, all others that they make it in and he not make it in. So he knew that there was a possibility that he would not be able to make it in unless he kept stayed on course and stayed on track with what God was telling him to do and with obedience uh, and maintain his relationship with God, then he too would fall away because there were some that fell away. And I'm sure you know some personally, I know some personally who have fallen away. Now, we know that God will restore if we recognize and come back to him. But I know of some that have fallen away. I know of some that are walking in total disobedience to what God has spoken for them. But my prayer for them even now is that they will get back on track, that they will realize that they're walking in disobedience and that they will repent and get back right with God because God is always standing with open arms. And, and again, what was said on this morning by Minister Brett, that God is knocking at the door, and he's knocking at the door even now saying, be in a state of readiness. If you, if you, if you snooze, you lose. So wake up, wake up, arise, shine, because he's shining on the body of Christ. He's shining on those that are walking in obedience, those that are trusting him, those that are believing him, those that are, 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 are expecting him to move in an unprecedented way, those that are receiving what he is speaking to the body of Christ even today, in spite of all of these craziness that's going on all around us, we know that it's just in line with what has been spoken already in the word of God, and they said gross darkness will cover the earth. You know, I was looking at the, at the uh, uh, news where it's talking about what's going on in London, uh, uh, what's going on in other, the other African countries, what's going on in Somalia. I mean, you know, the corruption and the greed and all that that's just taking over so many people. But we know that God is able to turn the hearts of the leaders. So my prayer even now that God will turn the hearts of the leaders to him, those that are, 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 are committing tyranny over the people and, and taking advantage over the people, those who, whose heart and feel like they've been done unjustly and, and are reaching out in anger and rage by uh, looting and rioting. I, my prayer that God will touch the hearts of these people, that he will heal the hurt, heal the disappointment, that God will touch the hearts of people that our hearts are filled with the love as never before, that, 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 that we all, uh, it's God's desire that we all make it in. We know that everybody is not, but it's still God's desire that none perish. So even now, I pray for the leaders. I pray for, for those to get it right with God while they still have a chance. And, and even for us on this, this, this uh, uh, broadcast this morning, that we will hold steadfast and according to the word of God. Again, being obedient to what God is speaking, believing him for what he's saying right now, because again, uh, he said that, that you, know, you, will, you will see, so we've got to open our spiritual eyes. And, and again, and I mentioned in the broadcast on last week that with uh, Ezekiel, I'm sorry, um, uh, Isaiah with uh, 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 his, uh, see, Elisha, with his um, uh, servant Gehazi when they were surrounded by 
uh, the army that was coming to overtake them, and 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 uh, Elisha was able to see in the spirit realm the host of angels that was their mighty host that was surrounding them to protect them. And, and, and Gehazi, his servant, wasn't able to see it because he was looking with his natural eyes. But I, my prayer today as it was last week is that God will uh, touch our spiritual eyes this morning that we're able to see in the spirit realm the revelation of the truth of what God is speaking right now that we are able to see it. That we, and then as we see it, that we say it, and that, that as we say it, that it will manifest in the name of Jesus. And so my prayer even now is that we will see through the eyes of God's eyes, through the eyes of faith, what God is speaking to us right now in this hour, in this time, again, that we don't miss out because I, I, I believe, as I said last week also, that there is a a, a, a time frame, you know, this is a Kairos moment, I believe, a window of time that God has opened for his people. Now, what that window of time is, I don't know. Only God knows. He has not revealed that. But we know that this is a time and a season that God is speaking to his people and that he that has an ear, let him hear. He who is able to see, let him see. And that we uh, uh, do like Habakkuk when he was standing on the rampart. He said, I stand on the rampart to watch, to see what God will say. And so, again, the revelation, when God gives the revelation, uh, 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 then we're able to see it in the spirit realm. So we're able to see the words that God is speaking. We're able to see it manifesting. And as we hear it and then as we see it, then we are to speak it. And that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So even during this broadcast, whatever you hear, and even after you hang up, when after you go on throughout the day, when you hear God speaking, then you want to write down whatever it is you hear God speaking to you, whatever the revelation he's giving you, because he, he, he will give you more than what you're hearing in the, what I'm speaking in the natural now. God will give you more. He will speak more to you. So whatever's gotten your attention that I've said on this broadcast, whatever God has spoken to your spirit man, independent of what I have said, and even throughout as time, you know, after the broadcast, whatever God is speaking to you, then you want to be sure to write it down. Write it down, because a lot of times we think we're going to remember whatever we've heard, and many times, of course, we do not. So you want to write it down, and then after you hear whatever and you write it down, then you want to put it, keep it before you, stick it all over the apartment, all over the house, even in your workplace, even in your car, and just repeat it and repeat it and repeat it because it gives faith on my hearing and hearing the word of God, and God is going to speak something to you that is of such a magnitude, of such vastness, such hugeness that it's going to be hard for you to grab a hold to it and receive it in your, in, your, in your flesh. So in order for you to be able to receive it, in your, you hear it in your spirit, but to receive it in your flesh and to believe it and grab a hold that it may manifest, then you want to get it down in your spirit, get it down in your heart, and, and, and walk out whatever it is God is saying to you. So, so initially it may be hard to believe, but write it down until you can re- believe it to receive it, that it will manifest. 
And I truly, truly believe that God is going to give us some ideas. God is going to give us some inspiration. God is going to speak some ideas to us that we have never heard of before. And it may sound mighty strange, kind of uh, uh, unusual, but write it down and do like Mary when when, when the angel came to her about her um, uh, conceiving Jesus, uh, having Jesus in uh, 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 she was she was like you know how can this be? But be it done as you have said. She told that to the angel, and she she kept it close to her heart. She pondered it in her heart. So some things are gonna seem so ridiculous, so crazy, so out there that you wanna you wanna keep it close and ponder it in your heart. And there will be people just like she went and 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 she visited Elizabeth. And because of what God had placed in her spirit, Elizabeth and what she was having, the baby, she showed the baby leak. So there'll be somebody who will confirm, and you won't even have to speak it. They'll speak whatever God has spoken to you, which will confirm that you'll know that it was God that spoke it. Hallelujah. You will know that it was God that spoke it because it will seem so ridiculous, so out there, but you will know that God has spoken it and that you are hearing from God, yes, again, somebody's going to confirm whatever it is that God has spoken to you, and you haven't told anybody else, only you and God know, God is going to send somebody or send you to somebody that uh, will be able to speak or confirm what God has spoken to you in your quiet time. So I bless God for you being a part of the broadcast this morning. Again, I am just so excited. I am just so elated. And I am walking in expectancy, a state of readiness, a mind of readiness that I am will be able to hear what God has to say to me, that I too may ponder it in my heart, that it shall come to pass. Because there will be somebody that God will have to speak whatever to me that I may know that it was God that spoke it because it's going to be so out there. So I bless God. I bless God for you. I thank you. I'm honored and privileged that you have joined us this morning. Or whenever it is you decide to listen, I bless God for your listening. But not to me, but to God because I am just a voice crying in the wilderness. I am God's voice in the earth, just as you are, to speak forth the oracles of God. So I bless God for you, and I pray, God, that this word is sealed in your heart as never before, that you are moved as never before. In the mighty name of Jesus, to God be all the glory for all that he's done, all that he's doing. Bless God for you, and I pray that you will join us again on next week to hear again what the Lord is saying to his people, that we may come into the fullness of his promises, that the sons and daughters may rise up, for the earth is groaning. The earth is groaning for the sons and daughters of God. So God bless you. Have a smile upon you. And again, I thank you. This is Elder Gloria Holloway of the Higher Design for Living Center of Renewal Ministries International. We bless God for you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, amen. Enjoy and have a blessed and wonderful remainder of the day. God bless you.